In the Fuzzy Memories podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) Or audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. Or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! (laughs) We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. (laughs) It's collusion. It's of the highest degree! Uh Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that one, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. Broads and Books, the podcast with one unique theme, four handpicked book recommendations, and two broads. I'm Erin. And I'm Amy. And this is episode number 18, Church Giggles. (laughs) Which made me laugh. (laughs) How would you define church giggles, Erin? I would say laughing at inappropriate times. For sure. Uncontrollably. Yes. And or inappropriate things. Absolutely. You know it's supposed to be serious, but you just can't keep it in. Yeah. So this week, our picks kind of go off of that, where Mm -hmm. they're going to have you laughing, but also there's some tough stuff in there. Yes. So you may start judging your own reactions. Like, is this right? I don't know. Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. But there isn't. a few times. The answer is there is not. No. Both to to the listeners and to you, Erin, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I needed that affirmation. (laughs) So, Erin, church giggles. Mm Mm-hmm. Talking about inappropriate reactions. Uh-huh. Do you have a story of a time with a either a church giggle or some other kind of inappropriateness? I I wouldn't say that I could narrow it down to one story. Mm-hmm. I would say that church giggles reminds me of the fact that I often am the type that says inappropriate jokes at inappropriate times. This is shocking and new information. <laughs> That I would never have guessed. I feel the need to really just insert some humor in it. Absolutely. It's it's my own defense mechanism. And I, it's so bad that there are times in my head I think, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, (laughs) while it comes out of my mouth. And I'm like, I have absolutely no control. It came out of my mouth. I'm so sorry. And then I kind of laugh and nobody else laughs. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. That real awkward laugh that like you're laughing at yourself and trying to diffuse the tension. And then I get defensive and later I like tell someone, like, I said this joke and it was funny. No one laughed, but it was funny. <laughs> Nobody as smart as me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
That's exactly right. No one's as smart as me. <laughs> well, what part of the you? yeah, well, part of the name of this comes from my brother because yes. we've talked about his tendency to just laugh at funerals and inappropriate moments, which he would totally uh, agree to. Um, I think me, it's more like uh, it often happens at uh, you know. Times when you're supposed to be serious, such as work meetings, mm. where I have a real problem controlling my face and <laughs> what my face should look like. Mm. Um, if I am horrified, it's going to be clear on my face. If I am um, laughing at something that I shouldn't laugh at, can't control that shit. It's just going to happen. <laughs> so it's real. Like I said before, it's a real good thing I work at home. Yeah. But video conferencing is making it difficult. It's becoming a problem for it's you. It's becoming a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I know you well enough that in other situations when I've been with you and I've seen it flash across oh, yeah, your yeah. face, yeah. or I've seen the look of like Amy going, I don't I don't think that that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But, and then she's trying to like edit her face so you can see it change. Oh, like It's so hard. It, yeah. It's real hard. I mean, but that's how we became friends. Yeah. You saw the look on my face. <laughs> Chip lady brought out that face and I was like, yes. <laughs> That's my face. How I feel. I'm just hiding it better. If you haven't heard that story, I think that was from episode number four. Ride or die. Ride or die. Yeah. Yeah. Go back. Yeah. Take a listen. Take a listen. Here's some good pics. Chip lady. Come on. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So, Aaron, Mm -hmm. what's the last thing you can remember laughing at so hard you cried? Oh my gosh! This happens on a regular basis. Does it? Okay. I do. I do yeah. get to go on. So you pretty laugh good. and cry at the same time. Yeah. Do you think like one emotion just starts the other? Yeah. I'm just prone. To, I cry easily, just sure. in general, like the real emotion of crying. So then the laughing can really make that happen too. But mm-hmm. um, one time that comes to mind in, <laughs> in recent is that. Uh, Mike can usually get me to laugh really hard and then I can't stop. And usually that's at the mercy of someone else that we don't know. Like he's making fun of someone and then oh, I can't control it. Okay. So I think it's a combination of like the church giggles and then yes. like how true it is. And we just start laughing. But um, we were on vacation and there was this person at the pool that had decided to put um, hope they had the word hope as a, a tramp stamp, so a oh, lower back tattoo. Yeah. But then his swimming trunks were kind of down a little bit. Wait, so, this is a guy? This is a guy. Yeah, this I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Put, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that wasn't clear. Yeah, oh. no, it's a guy. Yeah. And his swim trunks were down a little bit, and Mike said, so that's the butt crack of hope? <laughs> <laughs> and then we were at the pool for the rest of the day with this guy and I could not stop laughing. Every time we walked by, I'm like, my crack of hope. <laughs> so Mike knows this about you and uses it to merciless advantage. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He can sometimes do it even with just a face because I know we're both thinking the same thing. Sure. So, yeah. Sure. That's, I, but I, fr- I cry frequently at laughing, so that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> well, I think you and I have done that many yeah, times. Yeah, I've seen you cry multiple times laughing. Yes, yes. yes. When you call me out of my David Bowie tell, I have <laughs> had a few tears. But I also feel like that's a that's a combined cry for you. Like it That's is. A just pure oh, joy and right. laughing cry. You're right. It's, it is. It's, it's like, that's what's so great about it is your emotion. If people can't tell, that was pure. That yeah. was unedited. That yeah. was just sincerely Amy being that excited. Uh-huh. Almost so much you pee a little. I mean, it's, you oh, know. that happens even yeah. when I'm not excited. I mean, but <laughs> That should actually be part of the oh, title. Oh, I just peed a little. <laughs> Church giggling and pee. Yeah. Peed my pants. I can think of multiple times recently I peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh a little, cry a little, pee a little. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's why poise is in business. <laughs> so what's a time that you can think about? 
The recently that you've laughed so hard you cried. Boy, you know what? It was one of your recommendations. Mm. AP Bio. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, If you haven't watched one of Aaron's recommendations, AP Bio, seriously, what are you doing? Get it on Hulu. Mm -hmm. There have been multiple times I've had to pause at, is it Heather, the girl with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah. There's a girl with the glasses, one of the students that every time, just tiny mannerisms, tiny looks on her face, Mm -hmm. things she says. I will I will have to pause and give myself a guffaw, like you have said in the past. <laughs> a guffaw with some tears. You could really go back and watch that entire series and just watch Heather and I'm sure there's stuff oh, you God. miss. Because she's yes. hilarious. And the times that she's imitating the teacher are absolutely glorious. I've only started picking up on that recently. Like, yeah. oh, wait a second. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's layers. It, Lots layers. of layers. So many great layers. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good stuff. Yeah. So thinking about church giggles, mm-hmm. about laughing through tears, through pee, through, through any really yes. bodily reaction. Mm-hmm. Should we get to our picks? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Let's All get right. some church giggles up in here. <laughs> <laughs> our first pick, fiction pick, is Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. <laughs> Did you choose the same thing? It happened. It happened. <laughs> As I was putting this together, I was thinking, there's a good chance Aaron might choose this, yes. but I'm going to go for it anyway. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, so my God. Funny. Look, unexpected dual pick. Well, then let's both talk about it. Yeah. What do you think? I, yeah, let's do it. Okay. This just proves how great of a book this is, oh, that God, you yeah. need to go read this book. Yes, because you and I often recommend different things. Different. Yes. This appeals to a lot. Yes. Yes. So this came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Gail Honeymoon is a writer from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll say what I think the story is about. You add as you, as you see. Perfect. I would say that Eleanor's a loner. She reports to work every day at a mundane office job and she does her thing. She doesn't talk to people. And then over the weekends, you know, she works her way through a handle of vodka. Yeah. Wait, is it vodka or gin? Remember. It's, it's a clear liquid. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a clear a, alcoholic liquid. Yes, it's definitely and alcoholic in nature. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think Eleanor doesn't really have any friends. No. She has a mother who um, will call her on a weekly basis and just harangue her for no real good reason. Mm-hmm. Got some self-esteem issues, Yeah, I would say. And yeah, and there? I think because of her mother of that situation, I'd say she... Part of the premise of this of why I think it's a funny but seriously funny, you know, has a serious twist is because she struggles so hard with the social skills and normal interactions. And you kind of are led to believe that might be partially because of a relationship with her mother. But maybe there's some a possibility she might be somewhere on the autism spectrum, too. Um, So she takes everything on a very literal level. So she doesn't understand a lot of society's (laughs) norms because she views them as very frivolous or unnecessary. Which is absolutely what you want. She says the things you want to say. Yeah, that's what's so funny about it is like, you're like, why don't you get that? And then you stop and think, but actually you're dead on right. That's really stupid that we do that. So that's what the part of it that I think is brilliant and hilarious yeah she does or she says the things she's not supposed to say and she doesn't say the things that she's supposed to say yes which is brilliant and the things that when she says the things she's not supposed to say she doesn't have any apology she doesn't even realize she shouldn't say it yeah so it's just out there and then everybody just has to deal with it because she's not taking it back yeah i like that yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and so plot wise she uh one night she goes to uh, an unexpected show Mm -hmm. she sees a singer on the stage and she decides that man is her man like yes. the, the, the Romeo mm-hmm. come to life. Mm-hmm. So then she starts 
kind of making herself into the woman that she thinks is lovable. Yes. She gets a makeover. Mm-hmm. She waxes her genital regions. Which is a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> she gets her hair did. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's doing it, that's where a lot of these comments come up. That's wonderful. She's kind of remarking on the silliness of everything. Like, why do we do this to our bodies? Why mm-hmm. do we do this to ourselves? It's fantastic. Um, along the way, she sort of accidentally saves a life. Yes. Somebody. Yes. Sort of accidentally makes some friends. Yep. Um, and and then there's some tough stuff mm. too. She mm-hmm. confronts kind of a rough past. Mm-hmm. So, what else do you have to say about it, Anne? What did you think about it as far as theme wise? Um, I just I felt like it was so interesting to take this person, and you're kind of working backwards to figure out where she came from. So you're. When you first meet her, at first you're kind of put off because, as you would be, of someone if you took this person and put them in real life, you'd be like, "Why don't you understand that? That's just how it is." Mm-hmm. But what's so brilliant about a character like that is that it makes you face it and say, "Well, yeah, that is kind of a ridiculous standard or a ridiculous norm that we've all just accepted." So I really like that, and I like the idea that we're left with. It could be the trauma that maybe caused part of her view. It could be that there's a level of autism there. And both of those are very difficult things, difficult topics um, and that generally are dealt with in a different you know, type of uh, genre or a different type of writing. But they're done in this way where it's just part of it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to have all this extra attention. It doesn't, it's not really the heart of the story when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. It's the heart of the story is really her figuring out how to be happy with herself. Yeah. How to be a human yeah. in the world yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And not just because she has to follow society's norms, but just how she wants to traverse her own life and what she wants it to look like mm-hmm. and the people that she's met along the way and decided that are important. So I, from beginning to end, I thought it was great. I yes. read it really quickly. Yes, me too. And, and it was unexpected for me in that I did laugh out loud in a yes. number of occasions. Yeah. You and I have talked about how rare that is mm-hmm. really for a book, even if it's supposed to be funny mm-hmm. to to bring you out of it that much. I also cried. I don't cry at books very often. Yeah. So that was you could tell both the writing and the character and everything it was wonderful. You do really like her as a yes. character. Like, yes, you, you feel almost ownership or like, you know, yes. you want to give her a hug, even yes. though she would not like that. No, at all. she would not like that at no. all. No. Yeah, no. you do. You really want to, and you're rooting for her the whole time. And yes. yeah, you just, I think that's what propels you forward. Cause you kind of have to know like what's happening with her. I want to know more, you know, what's yeah. going to happen in the next section. So, and the fact that her literal view is so hilarious is really just a bonus to the story because the story is so great in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So, um, I picked a few of my favorite quotes oh, from good. her. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Um, so you'll get kind of a, why we like her. She, you know, as we said, she's odd. She's sort of curmudgeonly. Mm-hmm. She's snarky as all hell, but she just doesn't really see the value in being anything else. Right. Um, one of her quotes, I have often noticed that people who routinely wear sportswear are the least likely sort to participate in athletic activity. <laughs> True. <laughs> When she's offered a drink. No, thank you. I don't want to accept a drink from you because then I would be obliged to purchase one for you in return. And I'm afraid I'm simply not interested in spending two drinks worth of time with you. (laughs) Damn it. I want to say that. Instead of trying to like coddle some ego or something. That's just wonderful. Yeah. It's just straight. It's to the point. And then people are just kind of left with, well, okay. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's really nothing. That's nowhere to go. I loved about it is the reaction to people. Is it the reactions people have to her is utterly wonderful. Like there's a couple people that 
they love it. Like they mm-hmm. they know she's super weird, but that's what they like about her. Yeah. And some people are just like, I don't even know what to do with this. But. Well, and it it helps you almost separate right right away people in the book that you um feel connected to their character or feel like they're a real person because they see something in her mm-hmm. or they see value there without dismissing everything. And mm-hmm. I liked that. You know, the people that were drawn to her, you felt drawn to them in return because you're like, oh, you see, you know, like her boss um, very much values her and very yes. much values her intellect and yeah. is doesn't care about anything else. And I, I think putting those characters in there too is a great comment on, you know, that's really where we should all be is accepting people for what they are and just seeing what, you know, what's great about it and moving yeah. on and Instead of being so concerned about tearing each other down to fit into some kind of, you know, sheep herd. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Amy's face. She's like, I didn't expect you to say sheep herd. Again, it was a moment where I was like, I don't know what to do with my face. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm on board. All right. Um, We were talking earlier how Reese Witherspoon is buying up every Every damn good book. book, And this is one of them. Yep. That she's bought. Making it into a motion picture. Yes. Which Which I think could be really cool. It could be very good. Yeah. But you should read this book before it comes out. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. We had we did do an episode a while back where we compared movies and books. This one might be a toss up. Who I knows? Know, yeah. I could see it working really well as a movie with some of the dialogue, mm-hmm. but then a lot of the interior stuff might be lost. Who knows? Yeah. Either way, it's a good book. You should pick it up. Reese Witherspoon knows what she's talking about. She does. You should take that as an indicator. And we both picked it. First God time. Damn. 18 episodes. It happened. Yeah. I really did think, like, I wonder what the chance is that she was picked. This. I actually but thought then, that, too, yeah. because you're the one that told me that it was really good. So I read it <laughs> based on your recommendation. And then now here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I think we did pretty good for, like, having this be our first yeah. joint surprise pick. Joint surprise. I like it. Embraced it. Surprise. Yeah. Moved on. Mm-hmm. Joined our two write-ups yeah. Beautifully. And obviously, just like Eleanor would say, well, yeah, of course you both picked it. Of it's course great. Yeah. There's don't question it. Yeah. Don't think Why would too you much pick a different it? book for this category? Right. Yeah, that's actually what she would say. She'd mm-hmm. be like, listen. Yeah. Come on, you know this. Yeah. This, this is the only I don't one to have this conversation. <laughs> I could be at home drinking my handle of vodka. <laughs> Which I respect. I do too. I respect her choices. Oh, there's also a cat in there. There is a cat. Oh my goodness. Yes. At that moment, I think I gave Podcat a hug and she was looking at me like, yeah, no, no, no not we're right not having now. a moment no. over this. No, yeah. no. Oh, I don't Podcat know what's left. happening. I, she did. I meant to make eye contact with Podcat, like, we love you. She's like, no. I'm not here for it. Nope. Podcat was sitting here and we started recording and then she's like, oh, God, you're doing this again. What? God. What day is it? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't I keep track? I'm a cat. Why can't cats have calendars? (laughs) My negative review is not working. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, we burned through our fiction picks. We did. Because we both chose the same one. Yes. You know what I found, too? Like, um, the fact that Eleanor worked in an mundane sort of office job was perfect, Mm -hmm. both for her character, because, of course, she's just doing something with numbers. It's very Mm -hmm. simple. But I think office jobs sort of uh, lend themselves to some situations where there's there's just humor, where you shouldn't be laughing, but you also should at the same time. Well, and didn't you think that was one of my favorite parts, is that at one point she gets tasked with – 
planning the office oh Christmas party yes. and she has to decide where they're going to have it. And her thought process about yeah. places that she's picking oh. is so hysterical yes. because you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to fail so hard. But yes. yet at the same time, I you're like, see how all this of those goes. things yes. are correct. That is what we should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things we were going to ask each other at the beginning was about um, if we could add humor to any mundane job. Oh, Yeah. But we had already asked each other a few questions, so I decided to jump in. But we've got some time. What yeah. do you think about that, Erin? Yeah. Oh, man. If I could add humor to a mundane job for my own entertainment, yeah. I think I would like it to be um, <laughs> for uh, the construction company. I often have to deal with a couple of compliance companies where they have Ooh. to check into our insurance and stuff before we can work on properties, commercial uh -huh. properties. And it is one of the most infuriating frustrating scary experiences i i have raged like i in no other situation when Ooh. i talk to those people it's uh -huh. like you're just it's like you're talking to a computer like they just give you automated responses but it's a real person uh -huh. so if there could be some humor in there oh yeah that would really make me when i know i have to call them and be on the phone for two hours yeah that could really change my life definitely and not just me making fun of them because that's starting to feel sort of <laughs> sort of like i'm an asshole <laughs> i would like it with like each um you know time they respond the same way or some way you know like a, a sound yes. like a, you know a buzzer or a song that'd be you know? great yeah. do you remember press your luck no whammies no whammies no whammies <laughs> but i would always hope for whammies because they would yes. do that funny cartoon thing that'd mm -hmm. be great i'd take great. a whammy just popping up on my computer doing something weird yeah. love it like that. yeah i would be a lot like happier for sure. It would go a lot better when I have to Make go all the way up the less. chain to your supervisor. Ooh, you are yeah. boss. I don't even talk to him anymore. I just say, get your supervisor. <laughs> this is where it's going to end. So, <laughs> See, here's what I would like is, um, you know, if uh, on a conference call or something, each person that comes in is like, have theme music. <gasps> like, you know, it's a, <laughs> a song that just is announcing everyone's presence. I would especially like it if you get on those calls with compliance people and you're like, you know, whatever song it is, and then give me your manager. Yeah. Oh. Just happy and then just, oh. Yes. I like that. Announce your presence. That's great. I and want my own would, theme you know, song everywhere yeah. I go. I don't know what my theme song would be. Do I don't you know either. I'd have to think, we'll about, have to think that. about that. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back to you, listeners. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll report back. I know we're probably going to do an episode later down the line of me of something music related. Oh, That'll definitely. have to be our question. We'll That's have to come up point. with our theme song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good And point. we should come up with a broads and books theme song. Oh too. my God. And a podcat theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Is the podcat theme song in English or in cat? Um, we'll get the translated version. Ooh, yeah. yeah. We need to know what she's saying. We definitely do. I Maybe it's bilingual. Maybe it's a little bit of meowing oh, and then yeah. it's like, hey, bitches, stop yeah. recording. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm going to go shred this. Shred this. <laughs> Come downstairs with me. <laughs> uh, I recently went to see Secret Life of Pets 2. Oh. And there's a whole scene in there with some scary cats uh -huh. that are like real nice and then they look at you and they're like we start fires See? and i was like ah! did you have some trauma in I that did. movie i did like, well i, I had trauma because like. i was like you could just love it out of them right pip cat <laughs> i could just love it out of you <laughs> i can't like no mm -mm. no no mm -mm. Mm -mm. not a chance <laughs> <laughs> well should we move on to some yes. other picks i'm guaranteed we didn't pick the same non-fiction okay yeah okay yeah yeah i was gonna say that would be real that would be weird that'd be real interesting we'd have to take yeah. a break and just we think about that for a little bit <laughs> things have gotten like real part one, yeah part Woo! two 
<laughs> got real weird in our ride and die relationship. We're having the same thoughts. Hive mind. <laughs> yeah. This is not good. Yeah. Okay, my nonfiction pick is Yes, Please by Amy Poehler oh, from 2014. That was on my list of was <laughs> options. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to run into this a lot more. I know. But that's right. dangerous. That just shows how great the book is. So. Yes. But I refuse to share picks ahead of time because some no. of the joy is in surprising it each other. It is. It is. <sighs> yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is a memoir, kind mm-hmm. of. Yep, yep. Um, Amy takes us through key moments in her past, like growing up in Massachusetts and moving to Chicago for improv and her time in New York for Upright Citizens Brigade and SNL. Um, and in the book, she's looking back on them while in sort of a tumultuous time in her life. She's going through a divorce. She's started a new relationship. She has two young sons. She's working in every damn project under the sun. And what I really liked about it is she's very upfront about the fact that writing is hard. I think both Aaron and I, we agree. Mm-hmm. Writing is hard. Mm-hmm. And when you get down to it and you could admit that, especially for someone like her who is extremely talented, um, that was really nice. She kind of likes to gripe about how when she's going to finish the book, how the hell she's going to finish the book, um, why she should have never tried to write the book. It's kind of endearing in a lot of ways. I would say that it's a memoir, but it's also more because she's got lists in there. She's got like blank pages to write your own thoughts. She's got Seth Meyers contributing a few pages. I'm all in. I love some Seth Meyers. You do love Seth Meyers. Um, Even her mom and dad contribute some words. What about that? Um, Throughout, she's, she's talking pretty frankly about what being a woman in comedy and in movies means. She even offers some funny bits about some of her favorite hosts on SNL, which is kind of fun. Uh, theme wise, you know, I I don't care what it is. I think you and I probably agree. Amy Poehler's a goddamn comedy genius. Yeah, she really with is. Anything. Yep. But being we being able to weave that into personal story and sometimes being able to you know talk about some tough stuff in yes. her life that's a that's a skill and that's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. But she really does that. I like how, you know, she's still thinking very much about her divorce and she even she's listing like potential titles about books on divorce, like divorce, 10 ways not to catch it, which I thought was pretty, (laughs) pretty appropriate. Uh She even talks about our sort of theme about key mix of laughing and crying. She says, going from crying to laughing that fast and hard happens maybe five times in your life. And that extreme right turn is the reason why we are alive. I believe it extends our life by many years. Hmm. So if you think about that for our episode, we've got like five picks. We're extending your life by 25 years. Wow. I mean, that's science. That's a gift. (laughs) That's not just, that's a gift. Yeah. Um, One thing, if you don't like nonlinear stories, memoirs especially, this may not be your jam. She's kind of jumping all over the place. She's not going to tell you everything about her life. Um, But the things she does share are sort of heartfelt. They're funny. Also, if you're not familiar with SNL, uh, maybe not great to read. But also, what are you doing with your life? Like yeah, that's that's a bad choice that right is there. A bad choice, and you shouldn't admit it. Just read it. Yeah, just read it anyway, just and then it, yeah. yeah, start just watching some SNL because yeah. I'm disappointed in you. I am too. Yeah, get on board. <laughs> Come on. Um, you read it too. Do you yes. remember anything um, else about? Oh, I've forgotten when you said that about the part about her mom and dad contributing and Seth yeah, Meyers. There, yeah. yeah, that's what was great about it is that it isn't just a straight across memoir. She mm-hmm. adds a lot of, but that also gave you it, it was almost more true to a memoir form because it made it feel really like her. Yes, I mean it seemed like something she would write. It seemed very in line with what at least we anticipate her characters like. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know her personally. I wish yeah. I did, but. 
you know, whatever. I mean, it's part of our goals, right? Our business right? goals, our podcast goals. Yeah. Become friends with Amy Poehler. Yeah. Um, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um, A.D. Bryant. Yeah. Kate McKinnon. Yep. Um, who else? Pretty much all the authors we've yeah. recommended. Mm-hmm. So we are really got a good, you know, mm-hmm. group we're trying to get into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see no problem with it. No, I think it's going to go well. Yeah. I mean... If we can keep my stalker tendencies under control, <laughs> I think we have a better shot. Maybe but I should do the talking at first. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. good plan. That's right, a good great. plan. I'll yeah. just laugh awkwardly and make, yes. a, make a weird joke that maybe you can after, apologize for. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. after the first or second meeting, I'll let you talk. And okay. And then, you know, that's you a can good start plan. letting the crazy out. Oh, and yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or what we could do <laughs> is... I see your point. Yeah, I'm going to say, or... Or we could let a little crazy out and they might be endeared to you like, oh, oh she deals with this all the time. That's true. You could use it to your advantage. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll plot this Just out. a little. I won't let it Just all out. Bit. Just a little. Yep. That they're like, oh, what's going and on there? And I'll have to be like, okay, Aaron, you know, call not. So you can see that like I'm, you know... Yes. Oh, oh, I'm God, so man, put I'm upon. Sorry. To, yeah. Ooh, sorry about the What are you going to do about podcast partners? <laughs> she keeps calling me a ride or die and I can't get rid of her, so I'm contractually obligated somehow. I didn't cite anything, but I don't know what it is. Uh, how not to catch a ride or die. Am I right, Amy? <laughs> uh, well, you know. What about your pick? Well, my uh, nonfiction pick this week is I Wear the Black Hat Grappling with Villains by Chuck. Klosterman. Ooh. Yes. So this is, um, if you haven't read anything by him, he's written a bunch of stuff. Um, he's usually more of like a pop culture. Mm-hmm. He comments on that. He did one like um, specifically about rock bands. Um, he does one kind of for each of the decades. Um, this one was published in 2013, and it's a collection of essays that explore why we're taught to root for the good guys when in actuality, as a society, we're creating the bad guys. So whether that be through trauma, making them outcasts, casting judgments, you know, why are we trained to always view the good guy as the end-all be-all and that's what we should be doing when often our actions are the reason that people are cast as bad guys? So, and it really explores why we're so set on categorizing people as good and bad. Um, so it explores a lot of deep themes that way. But he is a very, very dry, very sarcastic, very snarky writer. Very funny. So a lot of this while you're thinking, yeah, that's true. That's really crazy. And, you know, having like these real deep thoughts about society and what we've done, you're also laughing because he's talking about why he grew up liking hands. Han Solo, but as an adult relates more to Darth Vader. (laughs) You know, it's great the way that he takes all those essays and brings it down to a level where you're really interested in what he's saying about Mm -hmm. it, or you're really intrigued about his own personal narrative story that goes with it, which is what makes it funny, but also what brings the point home. So um, he talks about why don't we see Batman the same way that we see uh, Bernard Getz, who is the guy that famously shot uh, four people on the subway in the New York in the 80s when they tried to rob him, Uh which that was so interesting to me because he was definitely villainized because he shot these people. But then, you know, how many versions of Batman do we have? And we love Batman. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially the same idea. So I picked it particularly for the Church Giggles episode because master at humor. I've read a lot of his work. Very, very funny. Um, He asked some really difficult, painful questions at the same time and he doesn't spare himself or his own answers like he explores it through his thoughts about it so he's not just making a point and then walking away like oh truth bomb see ya <laughs> like he's willing to say this is true in my own life like i do the same thing um 
And putting the difficult topics like that through the lens of pop culture characters, it's funny, it's relatable, it makes it way more poignant. You're mm-hmm. really invested and interested on that level. He has a whole story about this kid that he's hated since like fourth grade. And he really examines why, why he's still obsessed, Ooh. like why he can still remember so many details about this person, uh-huh. you know, but other people that are important to us, you know, we can't remember <laughs> things. So yeah, it it was wonderful. It was great. Um, he's, I would, if you're not a huge nonfiction fan. He also does great audiobooks because he reads them. Ooh. So if you find it in audio version, yeah, I always like that with humor too because they always put their own. Mm-hmm. You can tell when they emphasize the humorous parts. So, yeah. but either way, I've read a lot of his things and he's really funny. So excellent. Yeah. Speaking of audiobooks, I heard that the audiobook for Eleanor Oliphant um, is a woman with a Scottish accent, um, and then I found out our uh, our fan. Tammy, our friend oh, and fan, yeah, she listened to that audiobook, but her per- version of Personal Hell is people with English and UK accents. Oh. It's like, how'd you get past that? And she's like, I actually didn't mind it. Oh, so, another way to get into Eleanor Oliphant. It's that life changing. Yeah, you could overcome a huge obstacle like not liking an accent. <laughs> Well, that is utopical. I like it. Um, she said once that she had to put on subtitles when there's um, British movies and stuff because she just can't even handle it. She mutes it and puts <laughs> subtitles on. <laughs> I love the honesty in that so much. You know what? That's what our podcast is all about. Honesty. Yes. When it comes to the books that we like and the reasons that we like them. And yeah. Oh, it's just honest. We are truth tellers, Aaron. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah, that should be I'm in not our theme BS song you ever. No, on this no. podcast, I'll, that should be I'll a line from straight. our theme song. Truth tellers. Oh, oh, da, da, okay. Da, da, da. I thought more words would come, but they weren't. No, they, they didn't weren't. Come. But we nope, get we a beat. I think we're getting a hot beat. Oh, lay that beat down. <laughs> I always know when you heard it here first. <laughs> You always know what when you're really into it because you do this one dance move. Like it starts out slow and then, oh, those shoulders go back. Amy's in. Amy's all in. <laughs> but it makes me story. want to do that yeah. too. Yeah. Moral of the story, I, is, I have no ability to control my face or my body, apparently. It, hey. it is clear what's happening. I don't care. If those are body convulsions, I'll take 20. <laughs> They're hilarious. <laughs> Oh, oh, boy. Yeah. Moving on to pop culture. Yeah. I can't wait to. Well, I think you've watched this one, too. Oh, okay. So as soon as we started talking about Eleanor Oliphant. Oh, my God. I almost picked this Oh, my one. God. <laughs> this episode, we were just in Hive sync. mind. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, man. I, it was this close. I'm not kidding. Oh I wrote gosh. it out, and then I changed my mind. Okay. Wow. This That's could have been incredible. a real interesting episode. That would have been so weird. Dual picks all the oh, way. way. I mean, it kind of could have been. It could have been. Anyway, the pick we're talking about is Dead to Me. It's a Netflix show Mm. starring Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. So good. So freaking good. Jen, Christina Applegate, has recently lost her husband to a hit and run accident. She is prone to deal with her grief through some massive bouts of rage and some headbanging to death metal in her minivan. Minivan, SUV, I don't know. One of those. Whatever. Yeah. She goes to a grief group in L.A., and she meets Judy, who is Linda Cardellini, who's also grieving. Mm -hmm. Judy is kind of like your earth mother, bohemian stereotype lady, lots of crystals and, you know, senses and auras Mm -hmm. and all that shit. 
Jen is your badass real estate bitch with, you know, not taking any shit kind of thing. But somehow the two of them, they become friends Mm -hmm. through this bout with grief. What I really liked about it from our theme perspective is it is hilarious. I mean, it's got both of these women that are just absolutely at the top of their game. Um, The dynamic between them is super funny. Some men come into the picture that are also equally funny, but mostly just playing off the two of them. Yes. It's wonderful. But it's also really deeply poignant and oh, tough, too, because mm-hmm. it's talking about grief. It's talking about losing your life partner, finding things out about people in your life that you may not know. It's really, really tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, it's based in female friendship, too. Yes. How you can lean on one another during these times, how you can uh, help each other, betray one another. It, it gets really, really intense. And one of the things I like about it, too, is... From the very first episode, you think you're watching some kind of show, and then it sort of turns. Mm-hmm. And it keeps turning throughout each – I think there's maybe yeah. eight episodes. It's real fast. Each one's like a half hour. It is just a ride. It you really is. don't know where it's going, but it always has that balance of humor and really tough, hard stuff. Yes. Too. Yeah. What do you think about it? I'd say I actually yeah. watched it on your recommendation. You yeah, said you, you have to check this out. Yes. And Mike and I binged it so fast because you can't. That's just mm-hmm. it. Every episode, there's a turn and then you have to know what's going on. And not yes. like a turn like, you know, those cheap like, oh, no. cliffhanger type thing. No, this is like you couldn't see it coming. Mm-mm. But it's also somehow you're like, I could see that happening. Yes. It makes sense in a weird way. Yes. Um, yeah. And so you're just kind of along for the ride and you're ready to go wherever it takes you. And I, yes. I think I saw it just got picked up for a season two. It did. Which is excellent. Yeah. I hope they can keep this going. Yeah. Um, and it kind of ended on sort of a uh, cliffhanger, if yes, you will. So did. I'm glad it did get mm-hmm. picked up. Me too, because yeah. I need to know what happens. Mm-hmm. And I loved – that was a thing that you touched on that I think is really important too, is that the, the female friendship in there is so interesting because I like that there's – they're kind of saying that it can also – uh, be a bond that doesn't have to be broken, that yes. you can have this really strong relationship that can get past betrayals or get past some of the hard stuff and still just be there at the mm-hmm. end of the day. So I I loved that about it too. Definitely. And the, the two actresses, I mean, come on. I love too that it's about two women in their 40s and it's just, you know, people yes. who have lived through some crap and, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're still strong and, and doing the best they can. It reminds me of Big Little Lies in, in a way, that yeah. show too, mm-hmm. because it's women of a certain age that, you know, it it's a rare time for them to shine, you know, yeah. and not be subsumed by some plot line with men. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Show is fantastic. Yes. Great so balance. Put it in your queue. Yes. Watch it tonight. Probably takes, you know, a few hours. Yeah. Boom. You'll be, yeah, you'll want to just keep going. Then yes. you'll be mad that there's not a second season. You will. You but will. take heart. It's coming. It's coming. Probably in a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to say here just yep. to make ourselves feel better. Sure. Okay. Okay. We'll keep you updated. <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear it here first. Yeah. Probably not. It'll probably be way <laughs> after it comes it. out. Because we have to hear about it first. Yeah. We, they're not We're our not, friends yet. Not yet. They will Once be. we get the inside scoop, then you can hear it yes. first. Right now. They'll be brought into our group. We're kind to, of the outside scoop. I think they'll appreciate your crazy. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. 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 You could write some of that stuff in. Yeah. Yes. 
Amazing. Um, all right. So my pick um, is The Good Place. Yes. Which is a sitcom on NBC. Um, it is dealing with some serious issues. We're talking about afterlife. We're talking about what makes a good person, what makes a bad person. So if you haven't heard of this, it came out in September 2016. Um, it is season three um, is fully out. They have just wrapped um, season four. It's not out yet, but that will be the last season of it. Um, it follows Eleanor Shellstrop who is played by Kristen Bell, who um, dies and is sent to the good place, they Mm -hmm. call it. So it's kind of this utopia. But you find out pretty quickly that she was sent there by mistake. Mm -hmm. Based on her life and her score slash tally, she should have been sent to the bad place, but (laughs) is mistaken. And a different Eleanor Shellstrop gets sent there and she's there. So you find out that this whole world has been created and Mm -hmm. she's there with these other people who start to realize that maybe they shouldn't be in the good place either. Mm Mm-hmm. And they form a friendship, but really at the base of it, every episode is about what is a good person and a bad person? What actions do you take in this life that have an effect on an afterlife? What are your beliefs about afterlife? um, What's our obligation to help other people? Mm -hmm. What's our obligation to help other people in really dire situations? So it is so hilarious. It's incredibly well-written. Their versions, if you want to watch it just for one thing, watch it just for their versions of hell because it's hilarious. Oh the things that they say automatically get yes. someone sent to a bad place, personalized license plate. <laughs> <laughs> All the Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants. Watching the Red Hot Chili Peppers in concert. Yeah. <laughs> These things are just auto. It's so funny and it's so really well good. done. So well done. <laughs> so the writing's great. Humor's great. But the subject matter is actually really thought-provoking. Very thought-provoking. Definitely. And they deal with a lot of really uh, phil- philosophical thoughts, mm-hmm. um, authors, issues that you might have heard of before, or maybe you kind of have a general idea of, but then they'll play it out really specifically. So good. Yeah, you learn a lot. You do. You don't yeah. mean to, but you do. You do. You learn a lot. You know what I liked about it too is um, we did an episode in a, a, a while back, Haters Gonna Hate, about yeah. characters that are just mm-hmm. kind of terrible. And really, when it comes down to it, Eleanor Shellstrop is just a garbage bin of a person. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and she fully admits it. I yeah. Mean, we see glimpses of the past life, which is glorious wonderful yeah yeah Yeah. and then it's her kind of transformation of meeting other people and so then that brings it up you know by your actions are you helping inspire someone else it's there's so many layers Mm -hmm. of thoughts there and if you're not into layers of thoughts just watch it because it's funny yes it also introduced the world to jamila jamil who if you haven't followed her on social media she is just a breath of fresh air in a world of crappy messages about women and their bodies yes you know we did an episode a few weeks ago called mirror mirror Mm -hmm. about body image um jamila jamil started an account called i weigh where it's basically people sending pictures of themselves and and saying you know i weigh everything except their actual weight like who they are as a person oh cool Um, i didn't know that yeah it's really incredible and she will call out all the people on instagram shilling diet teas and stuff like that it's for her she's wonderful that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You'll love the characters. It's Definitely. so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Good show. Good yeah. picks. Yeah. Right? All around. I think we nailed it. We did. And we chose the same thing. And we almost Once. chose the same thing all the chased. way down. Yeah, we that's really crazy. Did. Yeah. That is, that's nuts. What right would there. we call, you know, because maybe that'll happen someday. Mm-hmm. Is that like a triple crown or something? Yeah. That that's going to have to yeah. be. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, I don't think that's going to happen a lot. I think mm-hmm. we might, I'm, it took till 18 for it us did. to pick the same one. Yeah. But 
But I, also there was times in the past, like you almost chose Bitch Planet once. Mm-hmm. But, but I knew, knew yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that there could be some other moments where we pick the same one, but to get all three. Mm-hmm. There's like a scorecard or something yes. in, in the mix here where, yeah. you know, we hit one. There's potential for three. I'm saying if we come, you know, by peer not planning that we pick the same three, there's going to be some kind of crazy listener giveaway. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Like giving away um, a heated cat bed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or random giveaway, but yes. Perfect. For your own podcast. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my oh God, no, they're not human podcast. size? I thought they were human size. Okay, all right. That's Should I give away podcast? Oh. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Although she was peeing outside her litter box, so I'm kind of up for giving her away at this point. Well, yeah. and here's the other thing. I mean, I don't. I'm looking around. <laughs> I make sure I don't say this with an earshot of podcast, mm. but podcasts, like, it's a. It's a love that grows. Yes. So I'm yes. I'm not sure you give it away. I'm afraid there might be a return policy pretty That's quick. That's true. Yeah. I think I would see Podcat return to me real fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be fair, it took Podcat two weeks to warm up to me. She hid under my bed yeah. for a good two weeks. I'm still in the incubation period of warming up. I don't, I, I mean, she's actively trying to kill me, yes. but outside of that, yes. I feel like what I'm going to go ahead and take is the thought is that the active attempts to kill me are maybe like every other time. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because it's getting hotter. So she's just tired or yeah, I think that may be it. She's, she's like, just stealing. I really want to murder you, but I don't want to get hot. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go and curl up somewhere cool which actually makes me like you more podcast because mm-hmm. i have that same feeling when it's hot totally. and humid i'm like i'm not doing anything although i do want to murder more people when i'm hot and humid. yes yeah, yeah. murdery very murdery yeah hmm. murdery well, weather come, i hope this doesn't come back to bite us in the ass no, or be used i, in I a think court that situation. a lot like well yeah. i think if i ever have a dateline this is going to oh, be boy. these they're are things they're going through say. our back episodes mm-hmm. and really you've implicated yourself a lot mm-hmm. in a number of ways yeah i really have yeah. and mike i do it all the time because michael say like they're going to use that against you and i'm like <laughs> you're right dang it but only if you tell them so what are you saying are you giving me up what mike i know don't even think about it mm, don't yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. I know where you live. Because <laughs> <laughs> I live there too. Yeah. You I'll sleep in the same bed. Put a heated cat bed under your side of the bed and just watch you be like, why am I so hot? <laughs> it's a very elaborate revenge plan. Think yeah. about it though. Yeah. Think it, about it, how frustrating that would be. And you're then you'd be tough. like, oh, your side of the bed's cool, but mine's warm. Why? What is happening? I don't understand. Or he'll think he's going through male menopause. Yeah. Oh, like, oh I, you don't have a fever. You feel very oh, cool man. to me. What's your happening? hormones must be what? changing. What yeah. happened to you're you? You're going through the change. Is that time of the month? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be great. He'll understand what it feels like when someone questions you. Because, yeah. oh, are your hormones acting? Is it your time of the month? month? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, just because I cried and laughed at the same time just and means peed. that you're awkward. That's yes. why I'm doing that. <laughs> and my pee business is my business, okay? <laughs> just because you can see it on the outside of my pants doesn't give you the right to comment on it, okay? Everybody has pee pants yeah. when it comes down to it. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to end our episode. Pee pants for everyone. Pee pants for everyone. <laughs> Great. Great end. Oh, man. We're so good at this. So friggin' good at this. Well, if you want more pee pants, awkward things. So many more. More church giggles. Awkward things. More heated cat beds. Our theme song is going to (laughs) come soon. We'll be back next Wednesday. Yep. 
In the meantime, though, you can head to our website, broadsandbooks.com, and you can check out all the recommendations we made in this episode, as well as all the other episodes. You can make sure that you checked every box and listened to everyone. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's that's prize worthy in and of itself. Yeah, it listening is. to every single one, and one of those that you'll be listening to when you go to our website is our most recent bonus material. Yes, we did a whole road trip episode talking about rules for road trips, and even made a playlist. I mean, talk like about said giving. Before we are full service, we are. <laughs> every time you say that, <laughs> I think, are we? But yeah, we are. In this context, we are full service. Amy says it with such a straight face, like it doesn't have any other meaning. (laughs) Oh, no, it totally does. Oh, okay. No, she's willing. All right. That's fine. Now I understand it on a different level. (laughs) She's actually willing to be full service. I am. That's great. Okay. That's how committed I am to this podcast. Are you committed to this podcast? You're damn right I am. (laughs) That's what it takes. And I am too. Great. So while you're there listening to that amazing bonus material and thinking, these gals, they really are full service. I should tell everyone that's follow that instinct. That is what you should do. You should give us a five-star rating. Maybe write a little ditty. Write a little note. Anything though, really. You can, I, I, uh, Apple podcast makes it real easy. You can just swipe over and do it. The other ones, sometimes you have to go to a website, go to our website and leave a review. Oh my God. It's pure joy for us. Maybe don't start with the full service part, but if that's what's enticing you. Yeah. Hey, lead with that. I don't care. I don't don't care. Yeah. We don't care. That's fine. You know what else we want to hear? Any ideas you have. Now we're talking Mm -hmm. full theme ideas. We've already produced a few episodes based Mm -hmm. on listener suggested themes. Mm -hmm. Even if you have an idea just for a certain genre, you have a book you want us to talk about, bring it. Yes. Hey, if you write music, you want to write us a theme song? (gasps) Holy shit, we would be willing to accept that. That Mind blown. Yeah. It's like brain matter back there because that would be incredible. That'd be amazing. I want someone to do it now. I do too. I also want someone to like um, create art of us, you know, like fan art that could be, you know, used in our, um, on our website. It could be used everywhere. It could be. Yeah. I would take that. So get out there world. Come on. Do our bidding. (laughs) (laughs) Represent us. Yes. (laughs) And you can do that. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on our website. We're not hiding. No, we are waiting. We are out there. Yeah. So until then. Happy reading. I'm up again. Same night, another dream. Before trying this recording thing, I didn't remember much of anything of these dreams. I didn't remember much from any of the women. And one night of doing this, and it's broken things open? The dreams are, they're in me, and they're, they're coming out of me, and... Talk to me. I am not broken. I am the most whole, most real. Their despair. I cause their despair. I wait for the word. I wait for the word. Witch. 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 Look at the mad woman in her cage. She was a woman with holes inside her. That was the heaviest factor. The final evidence. The heart of the issue. Somehow, you understand this. You. You. You hear me. 
Wherever you are, whatever this is, you... This isn't a dream journal anymore. It's not. That's just, it's just fact. <laughs> because now this is, this is some sort of record. What are these dreams? Maybe there's a better question. Who are these women? Weird Woman is a Broads and Books production. All nine episodes are available January 10th. Listen and subscribe to Weird Woman on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. That's W-Y-R-D Woman, wherever you listen to podcasts.